Hello and welcome to another episode of You Underestimate My Podcast. I'm Jeff. And I'm Kenobi. And how's it going for you? Well, it's not going that great. My internet's been out all day. And uh, just internet's been out. And it just always sucks when it's out. But other than that, I've beaten Arkham Knight. But I haven't gotten the full ending. So I have to do some of the side content to get the entire ending. And I just started Detroit Become Human, which now I'm scared that AI's got to take over the world, so... <laughs> How about you? I am also not doing great. I'm really sick, so hopefully my voice doesn't sound too bad today. And so this week we are talking... About, we're doing like we did last week, except last week we did our um, top five... The top five favorite things from 2023 and this week we are doing our top five most anticipated things from 2024 that are supposed supposedly coming out in 2024 so some of these like we set it to just 2024 but uh some of the so this stuff is like stuff that at least we think is coming out in 2024 and uh I beat Fallout 4 yesterday. Oh, you beat it? Yeah, I beat Fallout 4 yesterday. Uh, I won't spoil it. I will do a spoiler, like a, a spoilery episode on it. Uh, maybe next week, maybe, I don't know, sometime soon. And um, it... I will say that it is really fun, and I'm still playing it even though I beat it. Although, I just got Alan Wake remastered, so I will start playing that after this. Um, And I think that's pretty much it. Oh, I did want to say that um, a few days ago... Uh, Carl Weathers passed away, who was the actor for um, Apollo Creed and Rocky and Grief Karga in um, The Mandalorian and a bunch of other stuff. So that was really disappointing. I thought he was a great actor. Um, so, yeah, that that's pretty disappointing. Yeah, it really so. was. I loved him in... Rocky as Apollo Creed. And then I also watched Predator last year. And it was mm. just... She's also in that, and he was really good in that. And it's just... Yeah. Really sad. Yeah, I I was not expecting to see that news. Um, yeah, not at all. He was like... Seven, he was 76, and he just... Passed away. Su- yeah, really I... As of recording, I don't think they have said what happened i'm not sure they will but it it is pretty sad he just died in his sleep oh did did they say that pretty sure oh Oh, okay i didn't see that but yeah that that's really unfortunate that that happened and um it uh yeah it's just too bad 
uh, moving on to our main episode. Oh, actually, first, I did want to say that uh, last week there was a PlayStation showcase, and they showcased um, Rise of the Ronin, uh, among some other games. And so we got a look at the gameplay for Rise of the Ronin, and I knew that it was going to be a Souls-like, but seeing the gameplay, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed, but it just doesn't look as great as I thought it would be. I'm still going to play it. I'm not sure if I'm going to get it on release, but I am going to play it as soon as I can. Um, But it does... I I was hoping that it would be the gameplay would be a little more like Ghost of Tsushima, but it still looks pretty fun. Oh, I thought it was it looked exactly like Ghost of Tsushima. Huh? Because I thought it was it's basically the samurai, the second best samurai game that supposedly would be out on the market. The only two I can think of right now is Ghost of Tsushima and Trek to Yomi. Which was surprisingly good, in my opinion. It's just, I played it randomly, and I thought it was decent. So if you're looking for a game to play, I would recommend Trek to Yomi. Yeah, I haven't played it yet, but I I actually watched you play it a little bit when you were playing it. And it did look pretty fun. Um, anyway, finally moving on to our episode like our main episode bit uh do you want to start off uh, i think i started off last time all right last episode. uh let me pull up my list all right my most anticipated my number five is rise of the ronin which we were just talking about it probably if i hadn't seen the gameplay it would have been higher not that much higher, probably number four, but um, I don't, it it still looks fun. But the gameplay, I don't know why, but the main thing that I didn't like was that there was like a, a glider, which doesn't make much sense why I don't like that because like there is a glider in Breath of the Wild, which is one of my favorite games, and that I think is done really well in that, but. For some reason, I I really don't know why, but I do not like the glider that like how they have a glider in this. Like I I think I was sort of hoping that it would be more, uh, more historically accurate, like just more accurate to the times and not have all these crazy machines. Um, I mean a glider like that isn't really high tech, but still, there's also like a a rocket launcher, or I mean, not a rocket launcher, like a, a flame, a flamethrower. Uh, but yeah, I'm still gonna play it, and it still looks pretty fun. Yeah, so I was debating about buying Rise of the Ronin on release date, but after seeing the gameplay that was released at State of Play, I like it more now, and I think I'm going to get it on release date. It's just I love Ghost of Tsushima so much that I think this one will... It's going to be good, but not as much as Ghost of Tsushima, which obviously it can't be as good. But 
I'm excited for it, but that would be my number six if I've had if I had one. My number fifth is the Bad Bash season three. So I didn't like season two that much, but I love the Bad Batch, and they're just a great group. And the, the trailer for season three just got me so hyped for it, and to see some returning characters, it's just so fun to see to see cameos. But I know it's like fan service, which just. I, I don't know. I love fan service so much because I love seeing characters that you don't expect and then they just like pop up for a second. And they don't add anything to the story at all for most cases, but there's just like fun to see again. And I sh- what I saw in the trailer, uh, I still have to read Dark Disciples, which I think connects to the Bad Batch season three. So I'm going to listen to that and maybe have a review on it. But season two wasn't that great. But season three, I have hope. It's the final season. Probably the last time we can see these characters. So I'm really excited. But we have a review of season two up on the podcast if you'd like to hear our review of season two. Yeah, so uh, I still haven't seen the trailer. Oh, you haven't uh, seen the trailer yet? No, I decided that I'm going to go in, like, kind of blind to it. Um, and I'm not really... I didn't really like season two or even season one that much. I think the main thing is the animation style I just don't like. There were some great characters and some of the episodes were great, but I, I don't know, I just didn't really like it. But my number four is Avatar The Last Airbender, the live-action Netflix adaptation. That comes out in less than a month. That comes out in a few weeks on the 22nd of February. And we will do an episode or maybe multiple episodes on that. But I, I used to watch the original show. And so I was really surprised when they announced this uh, because of the the movie, like because of what happened with the movie. And so I didn't think that they would do any more because of that huge failure. But yeah, I'm really excited for it. So my number four is a little bit surprising one after I watched the first one. This is... Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. And I watched the first one thinking it was like, I think it's going to be good, but not great. But I love the first one. And to get a sequel that was supposed to come out last year, which is fine, uh, now comes out this year. And it's just Frozen Empire. It just feels so weird. And Frozen Empire has like nice ring to it. It's like Empire Strikes Back and it has Hoth. It's like the Frozen Empire Strikes Back. I don't even know. I'm just really excited to see the crew back again. And one of the characters in the movie, his name is Podcast, which just is really cool. Uh, 
really cool. Like, what kind of name is podcast? Who would name their child podcast or nickname for podcast? But it's just the story elements and all the characters and uh, Paul Rudd in this. Some Stranger Things actors, which I don't care for. But I'm really excited to see what they do with the story and how they take what they did to the first one and add on to it, make it better for the second one or worse, or just see how, what happens. And I will review it once it comes out and I'll do a mini episode on it. Because I don't think, do you want to watch it? I will watch it, but not in theaters because I don't really, honestly, I didn't like the first one. I mean, I liked the first goat, like the original ghostbusters, but not the, not afterlife. I, I saw it like, two or three times actually and i just i didn't i just didn't like it and i don't i didn't think there was anything specifically wrong about it i just sort of found it a little bit just boring and so i probably i will watch the second one but just not in theaters anyway uh so my number 3 is um, Assassin's Creed, codename Red, which is, it's, so we don't know for sure it's coming out in 2024. Uh, Like, I think, I mean, I think they said that it was, but like they could, um, they could delay it or something. But um, it is, so far it's just called Codename Red, and it's the one set in feudal Japan. There have been some leaks for it recently. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to say this because I don't know if, like, I'm, because I don't want to, uh, like, talk about the leaks, but I don't know if this is a leak or not, but, or, or if they officially announced it. But um, I'm excited for the characters that you can play as, or at least one of them. Um, and I won't really say anything else about it. I'm really excited for it. And if you know, if you lis- listen to the podcast for a while, you know that I really like Ghost of Tsushima and uh, like Akira Kurosawa movies. And... Um, so so I'm excited for this and yeah that's my number 3 and hopefully it doesn't get delayed. So my number 3 is The Joker 2. And I watched The Joker recently with one of my friends and I actually was surprised by this. I knew it made a billion dollars so I thought it must be good then if a lot of people went to watch this movie. And it was surprisingly good. I had no idea about the Joker's past life. I mean, not past life. His, like, childhood. Not his childhood. His, like, career before he became the Joker and how he became the Joker. It's just such an interesting story that we should have gotten sooner. And Joaquin's Phoenix in the movie was just really shocking because he lost a lot of weight for this movie. He was super skinny, so he put everything into this role and just 
this movie tells you in the movie it kind of they kind of want you to root for the joker or at least i was kind of rooting for the joker a little bit and then till the end when he be- we learn what happens and how he became the joker it's just a really interesting story that did not need a sequel and i'm hesitant about the sequel with lady gaga and it's a musical and harley quinn's Wait, in this is it is it actually a musical it is a musical yeah wow so, that's that's I'm skeptical that's certainly an interesting uh route to take for like an actual dc joker movie with joaquin phoenix um yeah i i didn't the first one win best picture at the oscars when it came out uh possibly i don't know it won some something at the oscars i think or it was nominated but i don't know uh yeah so my number 2 is the fallout tv show which comes out april 12th and i i like i said i beat fallout 4 yesterday and I haven't played any other Fallout games unless you count Fallout Shelter, but that's not really, like, that's a spin-off, and it, it's just, like, where you build a vault, like, a 2D game where you just build a vault, and, um, uh, I, so I don't know a ton of the lore of it. I know it's, that the, I know that the, um, the show is set in LA, and, uh, there's the Brotherhood of Steel in it, and there's a dog in it that looks maybe like a German Shepherd or a Malinois or something, uh, who may be dog meat. That would be interesting if it was dog meat. The dog who has, uh, who's like a reoccurring character in the franchise, and he was in the first in the first game, and like every game he is a different dog or like a different breed and it's I, I don't like he I think he's supposed to be like sort of like James Bond where it's not like it's not like he somehow shapeshifts into a different like he's not the doctor he he doesn't regenerate into a different dog breed but I think he he's just like they decide to change him to different breeds in between games so I uh, he looks different in every game, but in Fallout 4, he is a German Shepherd, and he is my companion, and uh, in my opinion, the best character. So I, I think, I mean, I would think it would be cool if, uh, if they put dog meat in the show, but also it would be a little confusing because. I don't know exactly when the show takes place because the fourth game takes place in 2287. And uh, so it takes place sometime in between 2077 and 2287, I think. But I don't know. I'll, I'll, stop, I'll stop talking about that now. Uh, but yeah, I am really excited for it. Although I don't know like the full lore of the universe. Yet, uh, I know, like, some stuff, but I I am hoping to play more of the games. Yeah, I know I can 
I decided to not play Fallout 4 because I thought I was just a tiny bit boring when I played the first hour. And I said I was going to play an hour and see how I felt. And then I decided to play Arkham Knight. So I'm happy about my decision of not playing Fallout 4. But my number two is the Avatar, the live action series, which I watched the show during quarantine and just loved it. I love the characters. I love the setting. I love just everything to do with the show. And then, and then I watched the movie. That was disappointing. But with this, the show now, I think they can redeem themselves for the movie. It's almost like the Percy Jackson show, how that was redeeming itself for the movies. And I think it redeemed itself. So I think uh, Avatar Last Airbender can do the same thing and just totally be better. I didn't watch... I watched the first trailer, but not the, the second. And I don't want to see any more images online. I'm trying to avoid a way from everything. So you're just going kind of blind. So I can be just surprised and shocked. But eight episode shows... Well... I, <laughs> Eight episode for the se- first season, each an hour long, and then they have characters from the second season, which is the only thing I'm hesitant about that they can make the first season have characters that are in the second season. What characters do they have from the second season? I think Azula's in it. Well, she's in the first season, I think, but she just doesn't like talk. Or anything like she doesn't have a big role until the second season, which I think she will have a kind of big role. Yeah, yeah, that's my number two, and I just I can't wait. I love the show, and I might rewatch the original show. So then I, can... but as of this recording, it's February fifth, and the show comes out. I think in 17 days, so I don't think I can watch the full show, but maybe start it. But it's overall, in my opinion, a 10 out of 10 show. I love it so much, and it has such quotable characters, and I really want to see the Cabbage Guy back. If the Cabbage Guy is not in the show... No, he's going to be in the show, and not only that, he's going to be played by his voice actor... Okay, then the show's got to be a ten out of ten, right there with Cabbage Guy. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm also really excited for that. That, like I said, uh, so my number one is, I'm not sure if it comes out. I'm pretty sure it comes out in 2024. Um, but if I'm not, if if it it's not, then I'm gonna be disappointed. It is the Penguin Show which is a spinoff of the Batman, which is, uh, in my opinion, a great movie. Uh, We talked about it on the podcast almost a year ago now. Um, And so it's a spinoff of that with the character of Oswald Cobblepot from that as the Penguin. I've always really liked the Penguin. I thought he was a great character and great villain. And then, what's, is it Batman Returns? I don't know, the 
the second Michael Keaton Batman movie that had Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Uh, uh, he was great in that. I, I really liked the Penguin in the, uh, the show from the '60s, but I haven't seen that in like five years. So if I watch that again, my opinion may have completely changed. But I've always thought the the Penguin was great, and I also just like penguins as animals. But um, uh, Colin Farrell, who plays the Penguin, I also think is great. And he's in so much prosthetics that you can barely recognize him. And uh, they released like a sort of behind-the-scenes teaser trailer sort of thing a while back. And uh, I'm really excited for it. I was not expecting that. I was... I'm kind of excited. I just want to go and completely blind for the show. And I was not expecting a show for the Batman movie, but I loved the movie. And I definitely think we should compare the Dark Knight and the Batman to see which one's better. Because I know it's a debate that's going around which one is better. And I would have to watch them back to back to see which one is better. It's a really tough choice. Yeah. And but the Batman is more of a detective while the Dark Knight is more of like an action. Yeah, and it's also the Dark Knight, I feel, even though the Joker's in only in it for like what, thirty minutes, uh, I feel like it's still sort of focused on him. Uh like I watched it with the view of this being a movie from like the Joker's perspective, I mean, not really from the Joker's perspective, but a movie about the Joker, who is, and, and then Batman is just trying to stop him, instead of the other way around, where uh, it's a movie about Batman trying to stop the Joker. But um, yeah, in some ways, I think we should do a comparison where we like uh, have a ton of categories and we like uh, rate which things from each category like which movie we think is better like which one has better like characters better story stuff like that that would be cool like they both have great parts about them and then not so great parts uh but yeah so my number one might be a little obvious but it's star wars outlaws when this got revealed I wasn't that excited. Then I watched the trailer, but I watched some more stuff on it. And it's just, think of this, Grand Theft Auto 5, or just Grand Theft Auto, in space. But it's Star Wars. And it's, you get like this five-star rating, like the, the system again, like in GTA. So that's cool. And it's not a part of Jedi it's not part of any Jedi's or any Sith or the Empire or the Rebels or the Republic and and so on. It's just about a bounty hunter making your way through the galaxy and it's different. It's so different. We've never seen anything like this for Star Wars. That's in the new canon for Star Wars. And it was just so shocking that it got announced. And I think it might have gotten announced by the time I finished Jedi Survivor, possibly. 
and I love Jedi Survivor, and I think I'm gonna love this game. And I just can't wait for when it get re- releases. I think the gameplay looks good. You're not using a lightsaber anymore, which is great. You're using an actual blaster, and you're using like your actual aim, and you get to fly around in space, which we've never had exploration. Well, I think it's. Can you explore in space in this game? I think so. I'm not sure. I think that was one of the debates about what the game could have. And we're going to see some crime families like Jabba. He's going to be in this. And it takes place between, I'm pretty sure, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Right? Uh, I don't know. I think that's when it takes place. But it's just overall a great idea. And I would love to see more Star Wars games in general. Like, I want two a year, at least. I know that's never going to happen, but I just love the idea of not having focus on any Jedi or Sith or any characters we've heard of before. Just this random new character that hopefully is like Cal Kestis, which now everybody loves Cal Kestis, and I hope we love her as much as Cal Kestis and all the gaming characters like Starkiller. And I just, I hope this game's good, and I believe it's going to be good, and I just cannot wait for this game, which I'm pretty sure it comes out in 2024. Yeah, it comes out uh, December uh, December 31st, 2024, so really, like, most people are going to be playing it the day after, the first day of 2025, but yeah, uh, I'm excited for that too, I would say... That would be my number six. I have some honorable mentions. Uh, that would probably be my number six. My number seven would probably be uh, uh, Shogun, which comes out in uh, on the twenty seventh of February. So, and we, I think we're doing that on the podcast. And yeah, that, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, and also Black Myth Wukong, which looks pretty cool. And I haven't played any Souls-like games before, so I'm, I've been looking to play Bloodborne, and I'm thinking about going to GameStop soon and getting Bloodborne if they have it. But, yeah. I'm too, I'm too chicken to play uh, Bloodborne first, so I think my first Souls-like would be Lies of P, or the remake of Demon Souls, or Dark Souls. Because I think Bloodborne is the hardest out of all of them, out of the Souls games. So I think I might play Bloodborne later on once I'm more experienced in Souls-like. So I think my first Souls-like will be Rise of Ronin, then probably Lies of P. And I definitely do want to play Black Myth Wukong. It looks like an interesting premise. And I hope it's good, and I hope we get more like trailers and gameplay of it sooner than later, so we can just see what the game is like before we look at it. Or I know there's a trailer already out, and I just 
I hope it's good, and I hope it's like a. I know it's a Souls like, and I hope it's difficult because difficult games are fun. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I think that's pretty much all. Um. After this, I'm gonna start Alan Wake Remastered, and um. Yeah, we'll figure out what we will be doing on podcast next week and all that. Oh, wait, I forgot something. Um, the Yump Awards. So, for the Yump Awards this week, want to do Best Animated? Uh, what are the nominees? Uh, okay, Best Animated. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Mutant Mayhem, and Elemental. Uh, I've not seen the... Well, I've, the only one out of these I've seen is Across the Spider-Verse. I, I've been... I, I probably will see the Mario movie eventually. Uh, but, yeah, those are the nominees. And um, you can vote... On this episode, on the poll, on Spotify, go and vote on which one you think should win Best Animated Movie on uh, for the Yimp Awards. And I think we're all caught up, so this should be... Yeah. The poll for this episode should be the Best Animated and not whatever from last week. Yeah. So that is all for this episode of You Underestimate, my podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening, and we will be back next week for whatever we decide to do. We would really appreciate it if you do the poll below the, this episode. And we are better than the Oscars, and we'd like to prove that, and would really appreciate it just to decide what your favorite of the category is. And we'd also really appreciate it if you would leave a review and follow our podcast. We would really appreciate it and help a lot. So that is all. We will be back next week. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go play Alan Wake Remastered now. And uh, bye. I'm going to be playing Detroit Become Human. So cool. Hopefully, I'll stay, I'll stay human. And uh, rest in peace to Carl Weathers. Yep. And bye.